and welcome to Gone Well Hunting, a Hunter Hunter rewatch and recap podcast. I'm your host, Devin. My pronouns are he, him. I'm Sky, another host. My pronouns are they, them. Hey, I'm Keith. My pronouns are also they, them. And this week, we did it, folks. The spiders are dead. All of them. Yay! They're all dead. They're all gone. They've been killed by the mafia. They weren't shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, all that work Kropika did didn't matter at all. And, and Kropika's feeling great and normal about it. Yeah, Kropika actually feels great because he knows killing is wrong and that this senseless thing will lead him to a life of depression. So Yeah, he's great. He's laughing, actually. Yeah. He decided to go Joker mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, s- we see a lot of, you know, sort of Kropika's expressions in his face that aren't conveying total, uh, just total inescapable depression. Yeah, actually, while the spiders were dying, while they were horribly, brutally dying, um, Kropka went to a quick therapy session and worked out <laughs> all his issues right then and there. Yeah. It was very quick In and one easy. therapy session. Yeah, it was very quick and easy. Um, yeah, now now all so- his emotions are fixed, and he, he just starts crumping all over the place because he's so happy. <laughs> yeah, he... He's just doing a happy little dance because he's just like, damn, my brain works great now. <laughs> yeah, It's so good that we see that lovely smile so much. Yeah, you know? we get to see such a beautiful, lovely smile from our boy Karapika. Absolutely. Okay, so these episodes start off where we left off last time with an old man being the shit out of a random dude and then another dude throwing two big energy balls at them. Yeah. Uh, and the building explodes. Frollo and the Zoldix are having their Dragon Ball Z fight. Yeah, they're having a Dragon Ball Z fight, like, two floors lower than when all the other Mafia goons are trying to start their auction. The just Mafia in, goons are just like, ju- what the fuck? Just yeah, in a regular hotel ballroom, and everyone in the hotel is hearing explosions and is saying, okay, sounds sounds like Goku's up there. <laughs> they're like, when sounds did Goku, like Goku get here? <laughs> they're like, damn, this reminds me of Goku. <laughs> when did Goku get here? I want my weapons in case Goku tries to attack me. Yeah, so things are exploding. Everyone's freaking out because they're like, why is this building exploding? What the fuck? And then one random mafia goon comes out and is like, don't worry, guys. Everything's fine. The Ten Dawn said we're all good. Yeah, it's our friend Bean. Yeah, yeah, he's Bean. Um, Before we get this, though, I did skip over a very important scene where we start in the rain. Mm-hmm. We're looking at a large, large building with a very long driveway. A lot of guards are just kind of standing there guarding it. And then they all just kind of die. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, they all just kind of fall and die. They ain't shit. Uh, it's raining and lightning flashes and we... Or we don't see another no. person. That's funny. It's Kaluto. Uh, you said yeah, a name that doesn't exist no, yet. No, no, forget oh that God. that... Forget you heard that. It wasn't... It didn't happen. <laughs> These goddamn names and their goddamn rhyme scheme. It's alright, it's forgotten. Yeah, it's fine. No one actually heard that. I'll cut that out and you'll just hear like a funny little dance playing. Again, I feel <laughs> like I'm a funny baseline for anyone who happens to be watching because like I ha- I have not seen that character. So if I can forget it, and you never will, I believe they in don't our exist. listeners. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so it's Kaluto staying there. There's not another character, which is weird why they didn't include them. But mm-hmm. we then see Illumi just kind of walk up to the door. Uh, and I wonder what he could be doing. Dun dun dun. Haven't the foggy. Haven't the darndest idea. <laughs> yeah, he's so on that. vacation. Definitely not doing an assassin, which is the thing that he's always doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's on vacation at this other person's house. 
Yeah. He likes to take his vacations in the darkest and stormiest place possible. That honestly does sound like a Lumi, I though. mean, yeah. 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 He would go to, like, Transylvania. He would go somewhere where he hopes lightning strikes him. Yeah. He's just like, damn, I bet I can take it. Yeah, he would be up on a mountain like Zuko. Like, I can take it! Yeah. Um... So lightning is striking, he's at that house, we cut back to Bean going like, guys, everyone, it's fine, the explosion doesn't matter at all, there's no structural damage. Also, the Ten Dons are on Skype. You want to talk to them? <laughs> and then a big TV lowers down and we get this image of this dude who looks regular and normal, mm-hmm. and he's just like, hey everybody, everything's good, everything's great, nothing weird at all is happening, um, go spend your money in the auction, thank you, we'll be- Hello, it's me, the Ten Dones, I've, I've, I've Skyped in to, <laughs> to tell you that everything's normal. What's up, YouTube? Um, it's me, one <laughs> of the Ten Dons, everything's normal and regular, I will not be turning my head. Um, go in that auction and spend some money. We'll be watching the whole time, so don't worry. Nothing weird is happening. Haha. <laughs> yeah, um, welcome to my YouTube. Welcome to my YouTube list of top ten times when everything were normal. Num- <laughs> starting with number one right now. This this thing that I'm doing. <laughs> this thing that we're doing. All ten of us. We're all the ten times that things were normal. I've called you all personally. Just the current situation. I assure you that everything is cool and normal. Yeah, so everyone's filing in. We get a few people looking at their fortunes and being like, well, as long as I don't go downstairs, I'll be fine. And I say, you're going to go down the stairs to get into the auction pl- place. So what the fuck? Yeah, it's definitely like a, a, a uh, auditorium with like you. you with stairs that you do have to, you do, you have to walk back, walk down to get to your seat. So unless they just are very conveniently at the top row, I say, you're gonna die, sir. But it's fine. Yeah, they're all chilling around going, she's, like, super accurate, so as long as I can find a loophole that benefits me in this, then I'm good to go. Yeah. That's that's how this works. Yeah, so we get that just as so they go. We are reminded that these prophecies are 100% accurate unless you, like, heed their warning and avoid the things and that everyone trusts them a lot. So Mm -hmm. that will never come back up again. Yeah. Um... And as we cut away from this video of the Ten Dons, we go to their house. And hey, it's the same dark and stormy night. Whatever that can mean. Um, it's completely dark in there. They're all just standing, sitting around a table in the dark, doing nothing for some reason. Completely regular time. Yeah, and a fly, fly comes in and starts crawling around their face. Yeah, And it does that right awful on. thing. Every time someone wants to show somebody being dead or some shit. It lands right on their eye, and it doesn't move, and the person doesn't move to blink it away, and yeah. it's gross. Personally, I love Westworld. Yeah, it looks like awful shit, and I hate it every time. <laughs> um, yeah, and it turns out there are a bunch of needles in that dude's head, and a Lumi killed him, so that's what that was about. Yeah, they succeeded in making a Lumi hot for, like, one second. I will, I will give him that. Why are you so <laughs> thirsty? <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> um... You literally just throw stuff to Lumi. Um, yeah, because the, the his hair yeah, was like yeah, blowing yeah. in the uh-huh, stormy uh-huh. wind and stuff. He was like kind of hand on one hip, kind of like ooh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wearing a wearing a jumpsuit with some wide lapels. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I forget if that was in this version. <laughs> yeah, so they're dead, and Lumi gets on the phone and starts calling. He apparently just calls his dad. Mm-hmm. He just straight up calls his dad, and it's just like. Hey, so what's up? Um, where's my client? And they're like, "Oh, we just blew him up." And he's like, "But is he dead though?" 
and they just kind of look over and Grandpa and Crollo get out from the rubble and he's like, no, it looks like he's not. Yeah, they both lift they both lift huge pieces of rubble off of themselves, <laughs> just kind of casually toss them aside, like, wow, that was that was something, huh? They tired or fucked up at all, they more just kind of looked annoyed that they had rubble on top of them. Um, <laughs> the Zeno is just kind of like, damn, well, getting too old for this shit, this sucks. Anyways, see ya, man. And Crow is like, aren't you, uh, aren't you gonna kill me? You're and, not going to get another chance like this. Yeah, and Zeno's just like, I don't do this for fun, and if the Ten Dons are dead, then I'm not getting paid either, so no? It's the funny, like, Kroll is like, yeah, I hired the Ten Dons, and they're like, yeah, we know, but, you know, yeah, he's like, it doesn't I, really matter. They're like, dead, I hired so. a Lumi to kill me. I hired a Lumi to kill them, and they're like, yeah, we're aware, like, we all talk. We know what jobs were going on. It's whoever gets there first. Mm-hmm. Turns out the ten dons are easier to kill than you. So congrats. Yeah. So they're dead. We no longer need <laughs> to hunt you. And he's just like, damn. So one more thing, old man. If we were to like fight, like keep fighting, which one of us would win? And Zeno's just like, well, obviously me. I mean, it would be different if you were actually like trying to kill me, but like you know, I'd win. Fuck you. And then yeah. he just kind of leaves. Absolutely. And Crow is just like, damn, old man knew that I was trying to steal his ability. Haha. This really is the most boring assassin family in the history of assassin families. It's all <laughs> business. I know. It's funny. They're like, well. They're the <laughs> most, they make this mo- the most mundane yeah. assassin family where they're like, yeah, every day I wake up and drink my po- cup of morning poison. Yeah. And then I go into the shower that electrocutes me. And then I just kind of like get <laughs> my daily routine of like, running through a pit of knives. It's They're all like, kind of boring. It's not fun or whatever, but it does pay for our huge mountain property that we have. So, yeah, it you does know. pay for my huge mountain McMansion. <laughs> Someone's got to feed Mike. <laughs> Mike got quite the appetite. Also, like. Also, like, I kind of feel like, you know, Zeno's going on about, like, oh, we don't have to keep fighting if it's not the job anymore. It's not like I was having fun or anything. I kind of feel like he was oh, having yeah, fun. Hitting the crazy Jews. He oh, had yeah. that, like, his eyes went yeah. like crazy cat eyes there for a second. He was having fun batting Crollo in the face for five minutes. But he was also just kind of like, well, I'm too old for this. I'm going home. It's Yeah, it's very fun. He's They're just a like, family well, of know. cats. Like, part of the fun is, like, yes, I'm completing my job for the business it really doesn't it's not connected to like oh yeah i get to kill now <laughs> like <laughs> they're a family of cats who get bored easily and then just decide to go away yeah um he's done batting around with him yeah zeno leaves and as silva leaves silva gives crow like uh don't fuck with me look oh yeah and they just kind of stare each other down for a second and then they both leave and crow's left alone in the room yeah. and then he kind of falls over and just goes damn i'm tired <laughs> yeah just kind of has a cute little flop down on the floor. On the rubble, which looks very uncomfortable. We saw this man literally throw a piece of rubble off his body like two seconds ago. Like I know, but he threw himself down <laughs> like it was a nice soft bed, and I'm I pretty sure is. he broke his head open. These people sleep in a broken down <laughs> cathedral in rubble. I think they like it. <laughs> they just enjoy it We learned this episode that you literally come from a trash city. That is true. So they like it, actually. They think it's fun. Um, yeah. Yeah, they the the only ever the only pillows they ever used are reinforced concrete. They you know <laughs> they fill them with rocks. Yeah, they get yeah. a case and fill it with rocks, and they go ah uh, home scene home. 
When they were a kid, they didn't have pillows. They had one rock, and they had to share it with the whole village. Yeah, they climbed up a hill both ways to and from school. <laughs> um, they aren't part of your weak generation. They're, That's right. They're built strong. That's right. Uh, he is only 27, though, but he is probably for a stronger generation. How old was he <laughs> when they destroyed the Gerda clan? About 21. We already decided this last time. That's right. Yeah. It was their drinking buddy game. Yeah, it was his, like, big 21 celebration. They That's... were so excited for him. Um, How old was Karapika? Yeah. How old is he now? Uh, Karapika is, like, I think, like, 17 or 16. Mm. So he was, like, 11. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, he just came home from, like, a fun shopping trip when found all his family dead. And he's like, damn, I'm 11. Hope this doesn't scar me for life. Haha. <laughs> yeah, he never got to show his parents <laughs> his, uh, his macaroni art that he made that day. Yeah, from the school that's apparently outside the village. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, all the other Phantom Troop members just kind of, like, show up. Mm-hmm. They're, like, in the building already. They just kind of show up, and they're like, boss, you okay? And he's like, yeah, I'm tired as fuck, though. Um, they're like, can we move ahead with the plan? And he says, yeah. He's like, Cortope, are they ready? And Cortope's like, I mean, yeah, my fakes that I can make don't move, but, you know... They're lifelike. And he's like, yeah, that'll do. So I wonder what that could be. Hmm. wonder what that could be entailing. Hmm. Um, hope it's nothing. It's fine. Yeah, it's probably normal. It's normal. It's regular. It's cool. It's fun. Um, From here, do we go to the auction or do we go to Karapika having a normal regular one? We visit Neon for a second. Um, she's unconscious, but she's yeah. fine. Yeah, because Krollo does yeah. say, don't harm the girl. Don't harm the ambulance that the girl is in mm-hmm. for regular reasons. Um, hmm, I wonder why. Normal reason. Yeah. Yeah, so we go there, and they're basically just taking her to the ambulance, taking her to the hospital. Nostrata's being annoying still. We get a very weird shot that's like the center is just a blurry ass, and then Karapika and Nostrata are like walking on either side of it. And I get that it was just like an awkward way to draw something, but the blurry ass shot just really stuck out to me. <laughs> yeah, you know, they couldn't figure out a way to put them in the scene without it being like, oh, there's also a dude pushing this. Like it was from the front for a second, and then it switches to behind, and it's like, okay, we gotta get this ass in They there. gotta get their angled ass shot from mm-hmm. anime and manga. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they basically go from there to Krapia's just standing outside. Um, is this where we get into the auction? I'm trying to remember where Krapia um, they kill goes bean. normal. They kill Bean. Yeah, so the auction starts, and the dude is, like, being like, hey, welcome to the auction, it's great, and Bean is standing off to the side, and he's like, wow. Everything looks normal and regular. Yeah. Nothing weird or strange going on. There's definitely nothing in that guy's neck. Um, <laughs> so he's like, well, I guess my work's here, hidden that old dusty trail. And he takes out a cigarette and realizes, damn, in the commotion, I lost my lighter. What am I going to do? And in the darkness, a lighter flicks on. He's like, oh, thanks, buddy. Damn. What a and convenient friend. Oh. What a convenient friend. He goes to light his cigarette. A, fr- a friendly offering of lighter from a totally non-suspicious person hanging out in this random, in this dark yeah, backstage yeah, room. Backstage room, who's not showing their face at all, and he goes to light his. Certainly, certainly, uh, someone courteous enough, courteous enough to o- offer me a light could not possibly be the <laughs> Joker. We get a shot of Zack Snyder's Joker hiding oh, in the darkness. Oh my god! He looks like <laughs> Jesus. He smiles jokerly, and then the dude immediately 
gets dead because Maki Machi appears out of the fucking shadows and ties him up and kills him. Um, we can't get into Jesus Joker here. We just can't do it. I mean, I will. That's going to be my recommendation <laughs> this week is looking oh, no. at that image. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so we go from there and it turns out that the nice, cool fucking announcer man who's running the auction is uh, actually dead and has a needle in his head hmm. and is being controlled by Shalnark, who says, I guess I could leave him on autopilot now. And I have a question. Mm. He is running an entire auction. Yes. How skilled is that autopilot? He's got. Is he functionally alive? There is a very sophisticated computer that Shalnark is holding in his hand. This man has has to respond (laughs) to people placing and making bids. He has to say the names of each item that comes out. I. It it just it has a host (laughs) auction function. Just don't worry about it. How powerful is this autopilot function? Can you just make a dude do normal things for the rest of his life and be like, it's on autopilot? Yeah, I mean, it's very sophisticated. He's reacting to people in the audience and stuff. It's it, I, it's it's whack, for sure. It's fucking whack. Mm-hmm. Um, we see that the person taking out the items to this man is, oh, who is that? It's Pakunoda. That's weird. That's strange. That's crazy. Interesting. That's funny. Um, so we cut from here to Karapika just hanging out outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's having a good time. He's feeling mm-hmm. normal. He's mm-hmm. regular. He's doing great. Yeah. Uh, some goons walk up. He he hear, he's heard that the Phantom Troop is all dead, and yes, he's taking he's totally it totally super up. well. Dude, aren't you going to go in and join the auction, random person, who doesn't look like he's part of the Mafia? And Karapika goes like, uh, what do you mean? Isn't the Phantom Troop attacking? And they're like, no, those guys sucked ass, actually, and they're all dead. He <laughs> killed their leader. He's dead over there, so, um... They suck shit, and they're all dead. Yeah, Can't so believe we, they, the we had such a hard time with them before. Yeah, anyone who would have had a hard time killing them actually sucks ass. Um, <laughs> anyone who would have spent years making a divisive plan to, like, figure out how to kill them probably sucked shit. So, yeah, we just killed and shot them, so it's cool. And Crappy is like, Oh, I'm feeling regular and normal now, actually. That's great. I'll go right into the auction right now. Um, we get the one mm-hmm. small dude who's just following around Karapika at this point. Yeah, literally just... Yeah. He's just... Yeah, like, his... Oh. Yeah. I, I actually did make a note of his name. It's Zenji. He's the guy who has been very rude yeah. to the Nostrads and and... And has said rude things, and maybe physically threatened Papa Nostrad once or twice. Like, oh, looks like while you were, like, guarding the Nostrad's daughter, the Phantom Troop got killed. (laughs) You weren't even needed. You didn't do your damn job. Shouldn't you run around home to your boss and, like, begging for something to do, huh, you little weak fuck? Ha ha. And then Kropka just punches him. How ironic that doing nothing has uh, led to the Phantom Troop being dead without your participation. Ooh, I find this amusing. Smart. I am so intelligent. You say you want to be an assassin, but yet you didn't assassinate anybody. I'm very smart. Uh, Kropika just breaks his nose. Mm-hmm. Kropika <laughs> just knocks his lice out. Yeah. Kropika just backhands this little bitch. Like, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I can't believe it. It's not true. I'm fine. I'm normal. Um... He gets to the bodies, and he sees Krollo looking normal, regular, covered in blood, looking dead, flung through a wall. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the mafia are like saying fucked up shit like oh get their fingerprints and fucking eye scans and whatever and find their identity so we can kill their families haha we'll show people never to mess with us we're going through like a montage of like dead phantom troop members i think it's machi phaeton crollo uh shizuku franklin shulnark's there yeah shulnark is dead and in the ground and buried Mm -hmm. um and i hope this doesn't I hope this isn't, like, referencing what could happen if they uh, stay here longer. Haha. <laughs> so, the Phantom uh-huh. Troop is dead and gone. That was mm-hmm. easy. Yeah. So. R.I.P. a moment of silence for all those Phantom Troop members who we didn't know about. They died off screen. The worst way to go. Uvo was the only one that Togashi apparently cared about. Yeah. Uvo had a hero's death, which he deserved. Yeah. Uvo had a warrior's death. Everyone else died off screen completely ineniously. Yep. Totally cool. Um, Kropika is taking this normal and regular and he feels great. He runs back into the auction house and he gets there just in time. Just in time. Just in time. Just in the perfect Just in time. time. Pick of time for the last item of the night. It's the bloody Scarlet Eyes. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, damn, I really want those damn eyes, but I gotta ask my boss first. Um, So he gets him on the phone, and he's like, hey, so they're selling those damn eyes. Can I, like, bid on them? And he's like, oh, yeah, my daughter loves those things. Yeah, no, no, money is no object. Be sure to get those. It's fine. Just spend as how much as ever you want. And Karabiku goes, cool, thanks. And then they start bidding. I think he puts in for like 300 mil. Mm-hmm. And I say that's yeah. a disgusting amount of money. Yeah, God. Like, this scene is is it boils my just brain. very rough on Karapika. Like, you see him just like, you know, have all his dreams and aspirations kind of yanked out from underneath him when he sees the Phantom Troop die. And then, you know, he just has to like fucking run into this auction and be like a good employee to the the Nostrad family so he can like get these eyeballs, which is like... Yeah. Our boy looks pretty traumatized in this, in this moment. It's a very good scene that he makes my like, heart hurt very much. He has to like yeah. fight for like the one object he wants the most in the world and he has to like pay for it and it's like on his boss's dime and he's just kind of like this yeah Yeah, like that's his family's eyes and he's like well uh my boss wants these for his weird dog yeah and i came here to kill the phantom troop and they're all dead and here i am collecting eyeballs for a rich person like very important i didn't mention in the back while everything is going on uh one of the Phantom Troop members, Cortipi, a little adorable little man, um, is just making fake versions of all these items. So, haha, these aren't even real. Yeah. So that's oopsie fun. doopsie. Yeah, he is in the back just using his power called Gallic yeah fake to make uh, copies yeah. of objects. On top of ev- and on top of everything else, Karapika is going through this. Bastard motherfucker, uh, Zenji Broken Nose, just shows up and starts a bidding war with him over the eyes. And Karapika's like... like, 500 billion, and then like... It's, yeah, they end up spending 6.5 billion, because he upped the price to a billion as soon as he walked in. Yeah. Just to fuck with Karapika, who did... Just to be rude. But he was being very rude in the first place. Yeah, so... Kropika wins the eyes, and 
goes and gets them. He's looking just great. He's looking fine. He- well, first he calls Nostrad and says, yo, I had to spend $6.5 billion, and Nostrad's like, damn, that's a lot of money. But it's all right, because Neon, my little bitch over there, I got she's her. got fortune-telling powers. And, and she'll as never long as those don't run out, I can make money. She'll never lose them. My, <laughs> my fortune-telling alive daughter will never lose her powers, I say, while eating cereal. <laughs> Nostrad being father of the year while his daughter is unconscious in the hospital, he's just going on about he's gonna make she's gonna make him so oh, much yeah. money. Like as long as I got my daughter, damn I love my daughter, I'll never run out of money. It's I great. will have as much money as I want. As long as she's I love my daughter and her fortune telling powers, which allow me to accumulate wealth and power. Some Mother Gothel energy is going on. It feels great. It feels amazing. I love it so much. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, then Karapika goes to collect his present. Yeah, he goes to collect his present. He gets the eyes. He's looking fantastic. He looks happy and singing a little tune as he's doing it. He definitely does not look like he's falling into a deep, deep depression. Um... Yeah, he goes and takes his contacts out, and then he leaves with the present. Yeah, and then Zenji just appears in the street with a gun and is like, Hold up, you little punk. You stole those eyes from me. I'll shoot you right here. And then he starts freaking out because Kropka is still regular and normal, and his eyes definitely are growing bright red. And mm-hmm. he's like, Kropka goes like, try it. Try it. I dare you. Please try it. Yeah, I will lash out at anybody right now. I will kill whoever you ask. He's like, please try it. I will kill somebody if they try it. Please, mm-hmm. I'm begging you. Um, and that's how that scene's end. Kropika emitting some extremely regular vibes. He feels great right now. He loves it, actually. He loves that he just <laughs> lost his entire ambition and goals. Totally good and normal. Zenji freaks the fuck out and does not at all put two and two together with the whole, like, scarlet eyes that Kropika is holding in his hands. What if he mm-hmm. Kropika, the box is his old eyes, and he just put the <laughs> new eyes in his body? Snatched them. Like, these are my eyeballs now. He's like, damn, that's why I wanted these so bad. I want these for reasons. Just, I'll always look good if I have these bloody scarlet eyes. <laughs> Mr. Nostrad said I could have these ones. Mr. Nostrad said keep them safe, and they will be safe within me. <laughs> um, Horrible. Yeah, so, we cut to... What do we cut to here? Um... The next note I have is Leorio's German, so I'm pretty sure we cut to... Oh, yeah. Uh, we get to the hotel room that Leorio and Zephyl are hanging out at. Yeah, Gon and Kila was showing up being like, hey, we were, like, super kidnapped. What are you we guys up to? We almost died, like, six times tonight. <laughs> what are you guys up to? And Leorio's like, I'm getting fucking sloshed over Leorio here. Leorio is red-faced drunk and is like, hey, <laughs> you boys want a beer? <laughs> we do get a funny line of Kiloa being like, we can't have beer, we're underage. And he's like, aren't you underage? So, funny reminder that Leorio is like, fucking 17 yeah um, but he can drink in his country when he's yeah, 16 he's like well you know in my country i can drink at 16 so haha so that's something they're doing yeah um go just casually tells zepile that he used their technique he uses the uh one connor's technique to break away from the phantom Troop. i love how that's really not the technique that they were being taught like what they were being <laughs> taught was sometimes you can make like a secret back hole to remove a treasure and then seal the hole back up like, i feel that's like the, the real point there. of contention here is that Zepile takes it in stride that they were a captured by the phantom troop and b got away exactly Zepile's just like oh wow my, my yeah <laughs> that's crazy and i'm like Zepile. <laughs> 
Zephyr, you are being hunted by a grade A assassin right now. I. You are in danger. <laughs> you better run. Yeah, so they basically explain. Uh, Lara is like, well, I've learned a lot of like bidding and bargaining and auctioning techniques from Zephyr over here. So we're going to make tons of money. You guys ready to make tons of money and get that game you came here for? You know, that thing you were doing? Yeah. And Gone says, no, we have to meet with Karapika tomorrow. And Lair is like, oh, you actually got through to him? You actually talked to him? You, you talked to him right now? Okay, he, that's like, cool. He's like, oh, you, you talked to him. That's- oh, he answered your call. That's fine. <laughs> he hasn't returned any of my voice, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah, and Gone's just like, yeah, we're going to learn a lot about Nen from him because he apparently is strong enough to kill one of the Phantom Troop members. And Lair is like, oh, that's cool. Well, I'm going to be doing something else tomorrow, so you guys have fun with that one. <laughs> That's basically how that scene ends. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And then we uh, we we get to see Neon get really excited about her dead red eyes. Yeah, she gets some body parts and she goes crazy. Yes. Um, Karapka is still looking normal in the background. He definitely doesn't look like he is currently outside of his own body. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oof, Karapika is just having like the most fucking yeah. dead-eyed expression just the most tired and emotionally spent like and i feel like, for him oh, he looks like shit like they leave nostrad like leaves the room and he follows after him and he closes the door and like nostrad is talking to the other bodyguards basho melody uh squala mm-hmm. and fucking karapika just looks awful he's just standing by nostrad dead-eyed just staring at nothing yeah. Melody, like, looks concerned. Uh, Nostrad basically says, like, well, the auction is going to happen tomorrow, and we need to get that used tissue yeah. from that famous actor, so you will be staying here to do that. Um, But the day after that, I will be leaving in the morning. You guys will be staying here, though, to accompany my daughter while she shops. Mm-hmm. And the others are like, God damn it. They're like, fuck me. Yeah. So he walks away and Karapika like kind of just sits down and Melody walks yeah. up and is like, hey, Our buddy. perfect blessed girl Melody is just like, hey buddy, go take a nap. Hey buddy, <laughs> hey, buddy you need to go. You need to go somewhere else, <sighs> somewhere to take a nap, get some therapy. I don't know. Have a good cry. Yeah. Go um, cry, go sleep, go eat. Like, go take care of yourself. We can handle things here. Please just go take care of yourself. And Krabby goes like, okay. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he just goes, okay. And just walks away. And Melody's like, oh boy. Yeah. Basho's like, is he gonna be all right? <laughs> Basho is just like, oh my god, he looks awful. Is he gonna be okay? And Melly's like, no. Basho has never seen a boy so sad. <laughs> boy so sad, Basho scared for him. <laughs> um, and then we go to Krapia on a roof for some reason, giving uh Gon a little call and being like, hey Gon, um, you know how you said you wanted to like find and defeat the Phantom Troop. And Gon's like, yeah, we're going to, like, meet tomorrow to learn how to do that, right? And he's just like, yeah, um, so they're, like, dead. <laughs> the leader was killed, five others were killed, they're gone, they're dead. So, I don't know if we're going to be doing all that. And Gon's like, are you okay? And he's just like, well, see ya, buddy. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> just hangs up the phone. Um, while we're doing this, we cut to, uh, Hisaka, who is trying to call Karapika and doesn't get through, and it's just like, oh, that's sad. I was gonna give him some good news. 
and we cut to all of the spiders perfectly alive and normal. Oh my god, who would have guessed? Oh, boy. Uh Uh-oh. They are sitting around their piles of treasure. Uh, We do get a funny line where they're just kind of like, damn, the mafia really wasn't shit, were they? And one character, (laughs) I don't know who, but they just say, yeah, we didn't even need Nobunaga. And Nobunaga just goes, shut up. Damn. (laughs) <laughs> so mad he lost his two sons and didn't get to join the fight he's so <laughs> mad he's like sitting like facing away from all of them trying not to look at them and they're like damn you are so useless boy yeah nobunaga's been having a rough one he feels awful but yeah we go from that scene back to kropka standing on the roof like he's in an album cover mm-hmm. he's drowning yeah, we get the greatest line in the dub <laughs> where the heavy guitar music for the ending starts, and we just get, Koropika is drowning. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how that ends. He looks like shit. He looks awful. Yep. He's all done. Yeah, so that's episode. Yeah. Kind of a normal one for him. Yep. Hunterpedia was shellnark, and we do get too many gones. Yeah, we get a thousand gones. <laughs> Way too many. <laughs> we don't get yeah. <laughs> his corpse pee. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I don't know why I said Shulnark, but yeah, I knew yeah. copies. Yeah, it's the little man. Mm-hmm. The fun little man. Yeah, the uh, the Hunterpedia referenced our podcast and its famous segment, Too Many Gones. Yeah, they so said, crazy. this one's for you guys. <laughs> we say, we're doing this for you, and I say, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Blessed with my life. <laughs> um, please pay us. Um, <laughs> you guys ready to start the next episode? Oh, yeah. yeah. My my first note for episode 54 is that Shalnark is the only one of the phantom troop who sleeps lying down. The rest of them are doing the cool guy anime sleep yeah. where they're sitting up. <laughs> yeah, we go, like, it starts with, like, a boy running with his friends through a filthy, disgusting trash city, and they're throwing, like, a piece of garbage between each other, and they look awful. Yeah. Um... Yeah. The boy, like... They're, they're playing catch with a VHS yeah. tape, which is pretty it's funny. Pretty uh... It, goes to like a deal thing where the boy runs to like the top of a disgusting pile of trash i say how have you not caught tetanus by now and he like they're looks... immune to tetanus by this point yeah he looks like genuinely <laughs> happy and then we cut immediately to crollo realizing that it was his like dream and he stands up he still looks awful he's back to his like slick back hair big jacket like look and he just kind of looks out over his crew shanark is the only one sleeping like a normal human the others are getting the worst back pain possible. <laughs> um, and then he just kind of looks out over the stained glass as the sun rises. Mm-hmm. And I say, this possibly couldn't mean anything. This probably couldn't be foreboding at all. No, I think it's normal. It's regular. I think Krola just likes watching the sunrise in the morning. He has a very good internal clock, and I say, give me that. <laughs> right? Um. <laughs> Yeah, and this is where we get the opening, and we cut to... Do we get to Gon and Killua having a beautiful picnic lunch? Yes, they're having an eating contest. Yeah. They're having a beautiful picnic lunch because they're yeah. eating. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Kropika walks up, and Gon just spits all his food right onto Killua's face as he goes, Kropika! Because no one's taught this boy to chew with his mouth closed. Um, I refuse to believe Mito didn't try to teach that boy some manners. Oh, she tried. Be nice. <laughs> she tried. He didn't learn. That is true. Yeah, Gon like runs up to Kropika and Kropika still looks awful and sad and he's just like, oh, I'm so happy the troop's dead now. And Kropika's like, huh? And he's like, yeah, now you can focus on your yeah. goal of gathering the eyes from your like slain clansmen. And Kropika's like, oh yeah, I completely forgot about that. It is very sweet. It is yeah. incredibly sweet that Gon and yeah. is like, let's take your mind off like the murder revenge plot like yeah. real quick. 
yeah of him being like yeah you had this other goal and that was like really important to you like you, you know, should go do that the recognition that he probably needs it's very yeah. sweet. Was a sweet little boy um and then and then we get pieface.gif and it cures Karapika's depression. Catboy Killua reemerges as he just like teleports behind Gon with a big pie and slams it into his face. Yes. Um Gon's just like, what the fuck was that for? And he's like, You spit food in my face. He's like, Well, not on purpose. And he's like, Well, too late. <laughs> yeah, so they food fight a little bit. They food Karapika. fight. We get a yeah. phone with like Gon chasing Killua with a pie and Killua just kind of jumps over yeah. and grabs it and slams it into his face again. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, like, this is one of these, just like the, just very cute moments from the show that does get yeah. gifted a lot so on the internet. Karabika, like, finally laughs for the first time, and I think probably the last time. Um, yeah, the number of times I've seen that li- that image of, like, Kilua's face with, like, the little bits of, like, looks like spaghetti on it that go and spit on him, like, with the cat yeah. face. Like, very, very <laughs> popular image. Yeah, it's because it's good. It is very good. Uh... Karapika laughs. He's having a great time. Yes. Depression cured. Uh, depression cured. It never will appear again. <laughs> um, do we cut here from him to him like, explaining everything about his cool power? Uh, no, we go from here to Rat Bastard yeah. with Zephyle. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Zephyle is like pissed because he didn't sell like an art piece for as much as he wanted, even though it was like $35 million or something. 335 or I think something. it was 350 million yen. Yeah. But they uh he said he could have gotten like over 400 for it if they had, you know, sold it at a different time of day and Leoria's just like, "Well, you need to stop being so hard on yourself, buddy. And besides, if we both like leave now, we could both get a cut of like 170 million dollars." Mm-hmm. Ends up I was like, "Are you sure you're friends with Gon and Killua?" And Leoria's <laughs> just like, "Shut the fuck up." <laughs> Love it when 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 Leoria's rat bastard. Yeah, love when Leoria's rat bastard, but not in a horny way. Yes. Um, that's when he gets a call from Gon and Killua, and they're like, "We found Krapika. Come meet us. Come be friends again." And we jump from there to all four of them. Yeah. Just finally meet each other. The gang. The gang's back, back together. together. They will never split apart or ever be separated again. Yeah, it's it's these four all the way. These four all the way. Killua is yeah. back in his little prep out Killua... sucker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He, 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 I, I have in my notes that this does have to be a fashion lollipop at this point because he's wearing his, his pink v-net sw- v-neck sweater outfit. And, you know, we've seen him in this outfit before and he had like the same like little bunny lollipop that he was eating. So like, I, I just have to assume at this point that it's just part of the outfit. Yeah, it's not actually like yeah. it's rubber. Like it's like a like a stim mouth toy. Like it's just for him to have in his mouth. Yeah. yeah. And we get like them saying, Oh, it's fun, we've been back together, it's been so long, and like Gon and Lario like mess with each other, and we get like a cute moment where both Karapia and Killa just kinda look at each other knowingly. <laughs> um They're heading to the elevator and Lario's like, Oh wait, by the way, um Karapika, you've changed a lot. You're your presence mm-hmm. it's a lot stronger and more powerful it's so it's changed and karabi is like oh really well it's cool to know that yours hasn't changed at all and yeah, he's like shut like, the fuck wow, up wow i wish i could say the same for you <laughs> he's like <"Damn> it. <laughs> um wow leorio you're still a weak-ass bitch huh just, wow leorio, i bet you haven't so even crazy. Le- just bet you can't <laughs> do 10 huh can you, can you? <laughs> 
How's your Hatsu? Oh, it's still awful? Haha. <laughs> um, yeah. But we're finally back together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they they go up and they, um, Karapika is telling them all about their, they're wondering how he could be so, so dang powerful. And he's like, well, you know, my power really only works on the Phantom Troops, so I don't know how useful any of this is going to be. Yeah, and he's just kind of like, yeah, well, I made a contract with conditions. And they're like, a contract? With, with conditions? conditions? And I say, a contract with conditions? And he says, <laughs> yeah, well, I can only use my power on the spiders. And if I use that on anyone else, I'll die. And they're like, bro, what the fuck? And he's just like, yeah, there's a Nen dagger pointing right at my heart. Like, if I use it on anyone else, it will kill me instantly. The drama of there being, like, a literal tiny Nen dagger in his heart is just... That's gonna give him a... <laughs> That's gonna give him arrhythmia sometime. Yeah. You shouldn't wrap anything around your heart. That's dangerous. I like how this time we don't see the chain around his heart. It's just the dagger. Yeah, it's just free-floating. Mm-hmm. It's just um, kind of chilling. Poised. Killua very funnily goes, Hey, why the fuck did you tell us all this very vital and dangerous information? And <laughs> Karabi is like, uh, they're like you literally asked <laughs> karabi was like uh, i wonder why i did i guess because the leader's dead and i have nothing to live for anymore haha <laughs> and killer was just like well you know there's a lady in their group who can like read people's minds by touching them and if she finds us again and reads our mind she'll know how to kill you and he's just there's like well good thing that probably won't happen they're like well we're being hunted by a dude named nobunaga who also works with her <laughs> and he really wants you dead, so he'll probably come after us again. And she, Karabi was like, well, you know, leader's dead, so it probably won't happen. It's fine. It's all right. It's yeah, whatever. they go through all this, and he's kind of just, like, looking at Gon, and he's like, you know, I appreciate what you're saying, Kilawa, but uh, I, I really think it's going to be better for me to just focus on my real goal, which Gon reminded me of, which is, like, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go try and collect the eyes. And never will I get a text that immediately makes me regret what I just said. <laughs> oh, hey, I'm getting a text. Oh, it's from Hisaka. Haha. <laughs> and they're like, Hisaka, what the fuck, dude? And he says, oh, I'm normal again. Never mind. I'm fine. I'm regular. <laughs> and the text is, the corpses were fake. With a funny little, like, emoji of, like, a fucking, like, just plain face. Like, a oh. Yeah. It's literally just, like, <laughs> you know, yeah. It's, yeah, Hisuka has, like, the star and teardrop makeup on his face, so the the, the emoji is literally just dash underscore dash with those, with those symbols. Lines, that is so wonderful. Togashi really yeah. knew the future when he made a character that just replies to all his text with emojis. Like, just yeah. Um, yeah, and we God, Hisuka... Hisuka is definitely the character who's most likely to just text you a, 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 an incomprehensible string of emoji out of nowhere. Yeah, absolutely. He, he key smashes. <laughs> God, you're right, and I hate it. <laughs> he key smashes, and he always leaves like an emoji at the end that somehow is comprehensible, and you're like, what the fuck am I supposed to get from this? <laughs> um, yeah, we do cut from there to him, and he's just kind of saying like, haha. This is fun. And this is where we get Is this where we get everyone getting their like fun little fortunes told? Yeah, yeah. The Hisuka text is actually at the end of this scene, but uh, yeah, yeah, we we basically cut to um Nobunaga and Krolo kind of like Krolo we cut to Krolo basically and he's like, Hey, 
we're gonna leave and Nobu's like we didn't kill the chain user yet though like we should do that and Krolo's like yeah we're not going to and Franklin's like hey don't fight with the boss and Nobu's like yeah well are you talking as a boss or are you just talking big man you gonna come down here and fight me and Franklin's like hey shut yeah. the fuck up <laughs> and Nobunaga's like trying to start shit and he really wants to kill people he really wants to kill the chain user and fucking Krolo's just like hey could you answer like some questions for me like real quick like some regular ones yeah just some normal questions normal questions he's like how old are you and he's like i'm fucking 27 and he's just like cool 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 what's your blood type and he's like it's b and he's like yeah what's your name and he's like it's nobunaga you know my fucking name he's like you know my goddamn name <laughs> it's nobunaga is it kazama it was something. Nobunaga something. I didn't write it down. And he's like, why are you asking me all these damn questions? Answer mine. Are we leaving or not? And he's like, okay, one more thing. Can you write them down for me? And he, t- <laughs> I love how he diffuses this because Nobunaga is like, ah, fuck. Yeah, all right. But and he's like, like God damn it. <laughs> so he writes them all down and then Krolo gives him his fortune. He's like, hey, read this, stupid. Just cutting off the entire conflict just to tell everybody's fortunes. Yeah, he's like, hey, read this, stupid. And so he reads it. Um, it's a fun little poem that basically says you're going to die if you stay here. I have it. Yeah, you want to read it all out? Um, Yeah, so I mean, it starts kind of the same. Uh, Forever set, a precious moon is lost. The others mourn in with ceremony grand. And then the wolf alone misses out on morning frost and seeks the fro- seeks frost moon's shadow across the land. Okay. Right. <laughs> Harvest barren, wine spilled, lovers slumber beside bloody scarlet eyes. Okay. Though cut in half shall be your number. Unhindered, the spider flies. So it's very similar, but then there are the added things where it's like, oh yeah, specific to you, you were big into Ubo and you're dead now. Or like he's dead now, so you're, you're gonna, gonna be, be sad. chasing him. Uh-huh. Which is definitely a normal thing to do. Um Yeah. And basically Krollo is just kinda like, Well, see, if you guys get your fortune tell, we're probably gonna die here, so we need yeah, to leave. He, uh, he, they, they ask like what it said and Nobu's like, yeah, it says some of us are going to die, is what it says. Yeah, and it's then cool. Shizuku's like, okay, well, can you read mine? Mm-hmm. Um, so she gets hers. Mm-hmm, which and I, do you want to read that one out? Yeah. Um, so yeah, forever set a precious moon is lost. The others mourn him, wish ceremony grand. But lonely not be the moon of frost. Soon your blood will join his grave of sand. In the chamber of treasures ill-gotten, there is no choice but endless sleep. Your greatest fear should solitude be, lest upon your lonesome form he creep. And Shizuka reads this and goes, yeah, just like I thought. Uh, I'm going to die next week. Uh, And then, like, names off a couple more people who are going to die based on the previous poems. Yeah, she's like, yeah, Pakunoda and Shalnark are also going to die. And they're like, well, how'd you get that? And she's like, well... The calendar numbers refer to, like, each of our numbers. Like, the precious moon is, like, for the 11th month, and that's Uvo's number. Uvo's a Scorpio! Yeah, so, um, <laughs> I think she said, Krolo basically's like, oh yeah, so the, like, the lovers refers to, like, the ninth month, and then if we backtrack from there, from, like, the certain poems, we get eight and six, which are Shizuku and Pakunoda. Mm-hmm. And Shizuku's gonna die, so that also means that Shalnark and Pakunoda will die. Yeah. And he's like, we can't afford... And Pakunoda's basically like, yeah, we can't afford to, like... 
Well, lose. no, yeah, Shalnark says, yeah, Shalnark. yeah me, me and Nobunaga are, you know, completely replaceable. That's fine. But Shizuku and Pakanoda, no, they can't die. Yeah, they also have abilities that are, like, extremely invaluable for the troops. So by staying here, you're being extremely selfish. Uh, yeah. Sh- you're being extremely selfish, Nobunaga. Yeah. When I was like, still mad. Yeah, Krolo basically talks in through. He's like, yeah, well, you're their shield. You and Uvo were like our shield against everything, and you have to protect them. And the best way to protect all of us right now is for all of us to leave. And Hisuka's just texting away. And this is where we do cut to Kurapika getting the the (laughs) text. Yeah, this is where he's just like, I'm feeling normal again, guys. Yeah. It's almost. (laughs) Go ahead. Yeah, I I do want to. I do want to go back to the scene of, like, Krolo talking to Nobunaga because, like, you know, he really emphasizes that, like, oh, I I, I, I get what you want to do, but, like, yeah, just, like, explaining to him how his actions would, like, really harm the group and, like, how he's there to be, like, you know, he's there to sort of, his his role in the troop is to like be a fighter and protect the others who like gather information and do clean up. So yeah, Krolo, yeah, Krolo definite. He even says, yeah. "Oh, you and Uvo, like you voluntarily signed up to be like our fighters, our like protection. So like, if Uvo yeah. died doing that, then like he's fine. Like he knew what he was getting into. So yeah, and also like yeah, also like yeah, also like." Yeah, sort of doing a bunch of things at at once, really, like talking about, like, you know, both his and Uvo's, like, responsibility to the group and, like, playing up that and also being like, hey, hey, there's still a bunch of us living and we don't want to get get ripped, yeah. so... I really liked what yeah. you said about, like, well, you and Uvo, like, are really used to, like, your lives being on the line because you're the fighters. And so I understand how you have always accepted, like, you might die doing any of this. So going after the chain user, even if you might die, seems very normal to you. However, in this case, like, you know, you have to recognize that, like, not just you dying is a loss to the group. We've already lost Uvo, and that was clearly a loss, but then we might lose even more. And, like, it, it, that, I think that was very cool, where he, like, really went through his, like, motivations, and he's like, yeah, like, you know, you're prepared to die. The rest of us aren't yeah. always prepared for that, and in this case, we really don't want to be. Yeah, it's like... It's a conversation where, like, a thousand different things are being said at once. Yeah, I really like the, I, I mean, we've we've gone on about this a lot, but the Phantom Troops, like, sort of, like, found family group, how they really do, like, you know, they have their, you know, they, they always want to fight and kill each other, that's whatever, but, like, they also, like, really have, like, a lot of connection between each other. And they really try to, like, actually get through to one another when they have conflict like this. It's like, you can tell that they're, like, a close-knit group and, like, a family, but also they are, like, a group that has jobs and roles. Yeah, it's very cool. they are very much always thinking about, like, okay, well, what's best for, like, the main group? What's best for, like, making sure our missions and jobs get done? Mm -hmm. And if we have to casually sacrifice one of each other, or if we have to, like, dish out who's more important than the other, then we will. And it's really cool. Yeah, and also kind of, like, balancing that duality of, like, you know, each member being sort of independent, and, like, usually they're they're split up as a group, but also, like, when they're together, they have this, like, 
established dynamic. I liked it a lot. Yeah, it's it proves that there's yeah. a reason that Crollo is the leader because he easily like sorts this whole issue out and is like, well, these are the reasons that we need to leave. And these are the reasons that like we can yeah. stay and who's important and who needs to do what. And it really just sets up that like the group does function around him. Mm-hmm. He is like the heart of this group. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so they're all basically yeah. it's good. Good writing. Good writing, yeah. I think. Can you imagine <laughs> having media with good writing? So they're all basically resolved to leave. Nobunaga's still a little grouchy. And then Hisika does pulls a little cool thing. He's just like, wait, how about we uh all get our fortunes told? We do go to Karapika first. We do? Yeah, Karapika gets- I thought we'd gets- come back to this later. No, Karapika gets the text and then uh, he, he like, because he had just decided, he's like, yeah, I'm totally down for this eyeball search now. And then he gets the text and he's like, well, shit. And then Melody calls. Um, and Melody gives them information about how they've taken the the tendons aren't interested anymore in any of the remaining members of the fandom because crew. they are alive. Yeah, because yeah, well, <laughs> whoever is left. Um, and they say, um, they it's um the the reason is because they're from Meteor City and a lot of the mafia gets uh they they like to recruit from there. Um, and, uh, the Phantom Troop did kind of get, like, in the way of that a little bit, but they still want to maintain that relationship, like, of friendliness with Meteor City, so knowing that they're all from there, they're kind of gonna back off. Yeah, we do get, like, Larry explain what the fuck Meteor City is, and it's a trash city where you can go if you don't want to exist anymore. It's been a dump for 1500 years. 1500 years since the middle ages time for this all to have been the same dump 1500 years (laughs) yeah about 10 million people live there yes it's a place where you are legally allowed to dump whatever you want Mm -hmm. including weapons trash people you know basically whatever (laughs) you damn well please the mafia uses a dumping ground for their illegal items all the time yeah, they were saying um, not only does the mafia recruit from there, but they also kind of like funnel weapons into there and like get business from the people of the dump by like they dump a bunch of weapons and say, oh, this is trash. It's dumped. But then the people there get them. So it's sort of like a whole there's a whole lot going on yeah. in Meteor City that we get sort of very quickly here. Togashi is funny because yeah. he introduces these like grand political like games or like politics into the series and says, that doesn't really matter except for me explaining <laughs> why the mafia isn't going after these guys anymore. Yeah. <laughs> there is a story to be mined out of this, but it is not relevant to Gon's journey. So we're just going to slide right by. It's sort of a Lord of the Rings moment where it's like, yeah, there's a lot going on over here. It's not super important, but we are going to give you just 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 a little taste. You will know about it, though. Mm-hmm. Um, so is this where we cut back to? Yeah, after that, pretty much they do cut back. I don't remember what the end of that scene is because I was so caught up on it being a dump for 1,500 years. But then pretty much, yeah, they go back and Hisika's like, well, <laughs> why don't you tell all of our fortunes? We might get some new clues. Um, But at least in this episode, we don't get any other poems besides Hisika's. Uh, do you guys want me to read that out, the first one? Yeah, his first version. That's yeah. definitely true. Yeah, go for so it. He gets a poem and it says, 
with eyes of red, a customer comes to call. Half of them an angel, the other death, hot as fuck. Um, Secrets of the moons tell him all. Those of the frost moon, he awaits with bated breath. On the day of the sun, under this customer's care, alone with the man of cross reversed, removed from the calendar is the false hair. With six months gone, the year is cursed. Um, and then Pakanoda comes over and is like, "Hey, uh, can I, can I, can I see your poem?" And he's yeah, like, Ooh, you, you might not like it. It's very, very shocking. And Pakanoda's like, it, "It's a little, sick. it's a little twisted. It's a little twisted." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's being the Joker over here, and Falconota's just like, just, just give me the poem, dude. And he's like, all right. And very he hands cool it to over. notice that he hands it in a way that she doesn't touch him. Yes, very much. Yeah, very, very good to notice that he makes sure that she does not like physically touch him. Yeah, I feel like she probably doesn't want to touch him either. You know, he's probably gross, but also <laughs> it's very important that she does not touch him. Yes, he is being very careful. I feel like also, like, even just in this, like, she probably doesn't want to touch him because he's gross. She probably also doesn't want an influx of all of his memories, if I were to guess. She touches him and gets his memories, and it's like, just like the... Mm, oh, so yeah. Just, mm, I, I, I wish I didn't Maybe that's how that. he protects himself against psychics, is he just thinks about how horny he is whenever they try to read their mind, and he's just like, there's like, never mind, dude, you you need help. <laughs> that's really why he's so sick and twisted. He's <laughs> gotta get, like, pocketed and not ever touch him. Yeah, most people try to defend their mind from psychics by, like, thinking about random things. He just thinks about how horny he is, and the other person's just like, I don't want mm, to right. listen mm-hmm. to this anymore. Yeah, we don't need that. Um, But yeah, Pakunoda's like, whoa, what the hell? And then gives it to Nobunaga, and they're all like, whoa, what the fuck is this? Um, And then the we get a uh, another view of this poem. The the, the sheet that Pakunoda has has something a, l- a little different on it. Uh, and this one says, a red-eyed customer comes into view of bartering and sweet deals he croons. <laughs> Same. He says it's really funny. Uh, the sword <laughs> of law he plunges into you and makes off with secrets of the moons. The eleven-legged spider longs for home. Five more legs shall break before it's done. But from your shelter, do not roam. For of those five, you shall be one. So, like, very, very different. It's a very different style of, like, writing. And clearly he's trying so hard to replicate. Yeah. He can't. Also just being, like, throwing in some words that never appear in the other poems. And they're Mm. all just like, damn, this must be real. Yeah, they're like, this is totally normal. Yeah. yeah, Nobu does not. He's He sees it and he's like, wait, did you give away secrets? And like draws his sword on Hisuka. And they're all like, hey, 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 hey. But yeah. it's members don't fight. <laughs> they're all, they all think this is normal and good. And it is Hisuka's poem. And that's the end of the episode, right? Yeah. The narrator. I do love the narrator being like, wow. I think so, how yeah. How could possibly have his poem changed when he handed it over how, it's how, almost like he has a, a power <laughs> of surprising how textures. could he possibly have done this it's almost like he has a power of uh known surprising textures mm, i don't want to think about texture surprise oh he has a ability called texture mm. Surprise. Mm, he might he might um that's episode yeah that's episode do we want to go to too many goons let's Let's hang out with all them goons. Yeah, let's all right. All, all them little goons. Let's let's round up those goons from the from the Hunterpedia where there were too many of them. <laughs> those tiny bastards. 
the thousands and thousands of gones. We gotta run them out in the net. So, the first episode of the 99 anime was, like, originally going to be the last one in the series. This is, is like, where- This is, like, where the anime proper ends, and then, like, only get- get to the end of the episode, and it literally just starts playing, like, the reel of all the, like, good ones we had. (laughs) Neo- Yeah, we- yeah, then like later it gets picked up as an OVA, so we watched the uh, the first episode of that. So just to like, but yeah, it it I don't know it it kind of works as a last episode, but also not. We get like the big boss fight between you know the Zoldix and Krolo. We get like we almost get like some 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 emotional closure with uh you know Karapika meeting Gon and Kilua in the park and <laughs> and then romantic moment with like Leo yeah Leo. yeah I I had in my notes this is really pushing the uh Karapika Leorio ship because you know so Leorio's Leorio's in the park there with them and they just kind of have like a moment where they're like meeting each other for the first time in a while and it it's like, like oh huh. Karabka's watching Goat and Killa, like, have their little play fight, and he's, like, smiling, and then he gets a call, and, like, Leorio from, like, a park bench on the opposite of the park where he can see them is just like, guess who? And Karabia, like, closes his eyes and gets the most content smile on his face. It's just like, Leorio. (laughs) Wow, yeah. Walks slowly over to them while still both on the phone, just staring at each (laughs) other, and Leorio's just like, how have you been? And it's just like, oh my god, this is romantic. Can't stand it. Gon and Killer are like looking back and forth between them, like, what is happening here? What? <laughs> it is. Yeah, I mean, we can tell they love this shit from like the outros that we've been getting, but like, they, yeah. they really were like, okay, this is it. This is endgame. <laughs> this is all we have. We gotta settle this now. <laughs> um. The 99 did include a character who we do not see in the 2011. Uh, we get to see Killua's great-great-grandfather. Damn. Yep. Yep. Maha Zoldik. Yeah, just a wrinkly old bean like of a, a man. like a frog. <laughs> yeah, who who helped Illumi and Kaluto with the uh, the assassination of the Tendones. Yeah. Dons. We never see what his power is. I don't think we see him ever after this, actually. Nope. <laughs> don't think so <laughs> never again do we see this man i think we see him in like a family tree one time and that's it kind of a one-hit wonder yeah he's too old for this shit he wants to die valid yeah um yeah yeah the the 99 does uh does uh 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 does betray us in that you know it it doesn't say anything about meteor city starting as a, a trash dump from 1500 years ago instead it was an internment camp so i don't know if that's just 99 being like yeah world war Two was definitely canon we're still on that 99 does weird things all the time and i don't know what their truly their game is um yeah that's all i got for the 99. <laughs> I don't really yeah, know why. Um, I just wanted to talk about the weird romance that is Lario and Karapi yeah. on the phone while staring at each other. Yeah. Yeah, I will say that the 2011 added a couple of scenes to sort of uh, uh, set up stuff that comes later. Like, it added the scene where all the Phantom Trooper and the 
ballroom and you know they're alluding to Kotoropi making lifeless copies um also like the scene where you know kaluto and Olumi first show up at the mansion and all the guards just die out of nowhere like that wasn't anywhere in in the other versions so yeah yeah they do just be like we need some more um, to fill out this episode yeah i do have um I do have one big change for the manga, and that's like we get a much longer, more detailed introduction to Meteor City. Um, we actually get a full scene of like presumably someone who works for the mafia who is like on a computer saying that, oh, we cannot find the identities of these of these corpses. Like, they're people that don't think that just don't exist. And he explains, you know, a little bit about Meteor City, how like, people from there just like just don't exist in any legal system, no birth records, no nothing. And that's why Mafia likes to, you know, give them weapons and recruit from there. That's like, the nature of the relationship is that they can just like have people with no records who can go around committing crimes. Um, yeah, Leorio went into that a little bit. I think. A little I think bit. It's funny coming from Leorio, anyway. Yeah. Also, he just kind of goes off and tells a little story about like how sort of the motto of Meteor City is that like you can leave anything there but don't ever take from us and like just just goes into a little story about like how a homeless person from Meteor City was like arrested for a crime he didn't commit and then in response like Meteor City sent 31 people with suicide bombs to like kill everyone who was involved in the trial yeah this is relevant for later <laughs> this is so relevant togashi remembers this is a thing brought up in a manga way 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 later okay. yeah so like yeah we we just get that framing of meteor city as like a place and a people that you absolutely do not fuck with. Also, it does explain the spiders being like, yeah, we can take whatever we want. But like the moment one of their members dies, they're like, okay, we're going to bring yeah. the city to the ground. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. We're going to destroy this place, actually. I like Meteor City. What? Do we have more of that like stuff going forward i mean more meteor city content. yeah i mean don't spoil kind of. anything because this is a normal episode but kind of yeah yeah, yeah. meteor city comes back that's cool it hops back in occasionally that's fair enough yeah uh basically whenever we get like phantom truth content we get meteor city content they're tied to it valid i don't know how much more they come up yeah, than, and you will never know. I know, I, I saw a little bit of the next arc. You will never know, um, this is the final time we see them ever. Hmm, that's crazy. Yeah, it's so crazy. <laughs> is that all we have for today? For the two I think so. For too many gones, yeah. We've caught them all? Yeah, I, 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 that, I, I That's everything in my up. notes. Mm -hmm. Sick. Yeah. Uh yeah, so do we wanna yeah, which which end segment do we wanna do? Greed Island or Hunterpedia? Do we have a lot to recommend? I have one thing, but not really. Quick. Yeah, go for you. We'll do one and then we'll 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 do some Hunterpedia. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. I have this week finally watched an anime that is now one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. Um I finally sat down and watched Decadence, 
which is basically what if Attack on Titan was like not super fascist and actually good though. Mm-hmm. And it is And wasn't so damn grimdark. It is just an incredible show. It is so good. The plot is basically like most of humanity has been wiped out by like these horrible monsters called Gadols. And like in that the people basically live in like a mobile fortress city. And there's, like, this warrior class of people who go out and fight them. And, like, everyone else gets basically dished out jobs of, like, helping, cleaning up, making sure society runs. Mm -hmm. And if this sounds kind of video gamey, it's because it is. (laughs) It's because it straight up is. It turns out that humanity is actually, like, owned by, like, a mega corporation who basically lives off the planet and who uses the last of the humans to play, like, a giant mobile game. To make all the people who live off the planet forget that their lives also suck because they're owned by a mega corporation. Wow. <laughs> so it's literally Neat. just like these cute little like robot cyborg dudes who just jack into human bodies and go and kill monsters. Yeah. And it basically just follows this girl who like she's considered a bug in the system because she doesn't have like an identifying like chip in her because she like flatlined when she was a child but was revived Mm -hmm. so the chip died and it follows like this dude who like figures to sound like damn if you can't be tracked by the system that means you can basically do whatever you want meaning you can probably help me take down this fucked up system that just lets people die and says it's entertainment yes it's very fun i watched like sort of the latter half of it and i'm gonna go back and watch all of it but part of what i like about it is like the animation style because like the uh it's very cartoon world like very just the robots are so cute yeah cheesy chunky looking robots (laughs) they're very very good and then the other half of it is like cool battle stuff and like sort of you know realistic anime style for like the humans and stuff and then they'll switch back and forth and then eventually like the robots and humans will meet each other and it's it's just very cool i'm going to look up the image oh my god there he is there's the little <laughs> dude i'm gonna get send you an image of this guy who's the main okay character. yeah sorry this is an audio format yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> apologies I, to the listeners <laughs> every listener i just say go look up decadence kaburagi and mm-hmm. you will see just the funnest little dude who sometimes he looks like a full-grown man yeah, when he, so he's one who goes back and forth. So when he comes in the game, he's got like a normal human body, but this is what he actually looks like. This is his real form. <laughs> huh. Okay, this is this is in the actual yes, anime yes, style. That is what he looks like. Okay, <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's like that's like a very flat-looking art so style. Cute. It's like just... wow, I would not expect like to see something like this in like yeah, in like an anime. Wow, cartoony box people like they're all just fun little robots, and they're like the only way we get joy in this society that's owned by like an evil mega corporation is to just jack into this game and fight monsters. Mm-hmm. And then this guy learns that like the people there are like real and alive and want to like not die every day. <laughs> yeah. So, so he's just like, damn, this world's fucked up actually. Guess I got to start a revolution or whatever. Like a big plot point is that like they fight to get this stuff called Oxycone, I think it's called. And it's like their food. And a, one of the major jokes about this is like the place they eat, they have to like, put it literally up their ass so it like jacks Every into their time. body oh it's literally God. just like ah thank you i got the good stuff and they just like turn around and shove it right up their ass <laughs> um 
but then they learn that it's literally just like the recycled shit that they like eat. It's literally the recycled shit, and it's like just like wow. the biggest them being like, "Yeah, no, your life is you just eating recycled shit." Yeah, your life is bad, dude. It's just one of the greatest anime I've ever seen. It's just so fun, and it even better because it's not like grimdark or being like, "Oh, society is awful, and your life will always remain hell." It has like a very heartwarming ending. That's like, no, you can change. You can, like, get society to change and be better. Yeah, I mean, I think it's still pretty capitalist in the end, which I was a little disappointed in, but it it's a happy ending, which I was glad of, at least. It's it's fun. It's mm-hmm. very good. Yeah. Yeah, it's very good. Um, We want to jump over to the Hundredpedia real quick. Yeah, let's head to that Hundredpedia before I talk more. Yeah. I have, I made a list of, like, all my, all my assignments, and it's just kind of in no particular order, just the order I thought of them in. Do we want to just take the next one on that list, or, or did you have anyone in mind for, for this episode? Um, I'm cool with anybody, let me get the sheet I feel like we could probably knock out, like, maybe two characters. Okay, yeah. My next two are Machi and Shalnark. Ooh, I'm excited for these. Okay, I want to do... Machi first. Actually, these both of these characters have fox personas. Um, but Machi is That's a kitsune, true. but just like yeah, just like drawn in that very like sort of traditionally inspired Japanese style, like you know, very flowy fur, maybe a few extra tails. That's yeah, that's kind of the energy like I get out of her. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's that's for that's her to a T. Yeah. Yeah. And then Shalnark is just a little fennec. Little guy, big ears, yeah. innocent expression. Just a little pupper. Yeah. Just a cute little guy. A little mischievous baby. What yeah. Got for the Digimon. Alright, so Machi's Digimon partner is Kunemon. That's K-U-N-A-E. And this guy is just a little caterpillar. Just a little friend, just but Aww. but with with no eyes or face. So they're kind of like cute, but not like they're yeah, kind they're, of like they're cute, but in that like threatening way. Yes, like I yeah, thing would kill me if I got too close. Yeah, yeah, they're like they're like a more threatening version of Wormmon, if you know Wormmon. Yeah, Wormmon is like the friendly cousin. Yes, I like this. Yeah, baby. he looks like he could kill me in one. Yeah, and, fucking annihilate. and then. And then for Shalnark, the Digimon partner I have is Vimon. He's just kind of like an energetic little buddy who you want to be friends with. Yeah, 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 yeah. Vimon is Vimon. a good choice. Just a little, just a little dragon boy. A blue little guy who evolves to have a binder. Yeah, Shalnark, yeah. Shalnark needs a little like dragon boy. I feel like just yeah, a little friend. Just a little dragon boy who evolves into transmask goals. Like yeah, his 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 all of his evolutions are just like different types of trans dude. Trans <laughs> oh yeah, goals. yeah. Flamejavon has... is like <laughs> the epitome of like that hot rod flames binder on like yeah that first cool guy phase you go through and your transmask yeah. where you're like red and black is the best set of colors. Everything yeah. Is, yeah. <laughs> everything is flames, hot motorcycles. <laughs> yeah. And then he also evolves into X Vimon, who is also just really something. Oh yeah, I'm looking 
looking I'm looking at him right now. Uh-huh. That is just <laughs> post-top surgery, you know? You're just like, Just a jacked dude. Look, look at me, dude. Yes, Just absolutely. when you're just trying your best to be the coolest guy you have ever been in your entire life. You feel strong. He looks like a short king, too. I don't I don't have anything yeah. to like say about that. He just looks like that short, broad, very body type. Short king. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super strong. And then and then if you want to go even more broad, there's Vidraman, who is just who is just a big bar of dragon boy. Vidraman is fucking huge. Vidraman is always funny to see in a yeah. um, Cyber Sleuth because he just looks like a cartoon dragon, but if a cartoon dragon was a little too swole. Yeah. <laughs> like every time I see him, God, like, that, you look like that... a fun cartoon dragon, but you're so jacked. Yeah, that that describes a, a lot of Digimon, honestly. Just kind of like a little cartoon with with like with like a l- little more muscle definition than you're like necessarily expecting. Yeah, they are very like <laughs> obviously like there are fighter Pokemon who are jacked, but they are generally like what if a Pokemon was really jacked? Like what if your yeah. Fantasy <laughs> also was a little too ripped. <laughs> All right, what okay. else we got? We got. Uh, we have Pokemon. Pokemon partners, I have, like, opinions, but I also want want to hear what you have weigh in with. Yeah. Okay. For Machi, I have Glammeow, and for Shalnark, I have Rowlet. Ooh, Shalnark would like Rowlet. Yeah, I do like It's just a little owl in the shape of a ball, which is the perfect shape. I was gonna give Shalnark... Uh, who are you looking up? I'm sorry. The, uh, the Shalnark's one. Oh, Rowlet. It's Rowlet. an Rowlet. Yeah. I missed the name. Oh, yeah, okay. It's I know Rowlet. Rowlet. Yeah. I know Rowlet. I was on Tumblr He's when that game came warm. out. Um, <laughs> that is good because I was going to give Shalnark a little different. I was going to give him BEM. I definitely has said that, but he is like an alien I'm Pokemon. Not... And I... I'm not sure which one that is. Could you yeah, spell that? Because I always misspell him. B-M. I always miss. Ah, uh, there we go. It's B E H E E Y E M. I always forget how many E's are in this name. But he's just like an alien. Huh. Who I think goes with Interesting. Shalnark's personality of being like this dude who seems fun and energetic, but also his power is like, what if I just like controlled you like a toy? Interesting. So I'm him and I'm thinking of that guy in the fan. Uh, Cortipi is who I'm thinking of. Oh, you think he would go with Cortipi? That's what I think. And this is just from a glance because I'm not as familiar with Pokemon as you are. But I'm just looking at him and I'm like, yeah, he kind of looks like uh, just just like he's vibing. I just feel like uh, Shonark should get some kind of psychic Pokemon that just feels fun because that's valid. His whole thing is he like he's just a, a fun, energetic, knowledgeable like. little boy who also is like, damn, I like controlling people's minds. It's fun. But I also do love the idea of him getting Rowlet because he's just <laughs> soft and warm and fun. Hmm. Yeah. 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 I kind of feel like my the 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 sort of the main criteria I want to meet I want to meet for these uh, partner assignments is just like can I see them posing together in a piece of promotional <laughs> art and for me that's like that's what like, Rowlet is yeah. these guys would look good being Rowlet friends together on his shoulder um, that's that's about what I've got but I think that would be very cute I feel like he could like you know 
they could they could have some cute fun. And I really like Glam Meow's look. I feel like that could very much work. Yeah, Glam Meow is great. For yeah, me because Glam Meow has that personality of like, please don't talk to me ever. They have very similar faces. You. Yeah, they have that like face of like I will <laughs> get within two feet of me. Absolutely. Like just that constant like I'm hanging out with you, but I'm regretting every moment of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Glamia works for uh, Machi. Okay. And I never got back to listening to the Smash mains. Are we going to go through them? Um, I for- Yeah, I forget what we said for Smash mains. We could maybe save that for later. Yeah. I'm yeah, not sure that we picked them for Machi and Shellnark. If we did, then I forget. Yeah, I don't remember them. We went through so many. Yeah. We were really riding high that day. <laughs> yeah, we were playing fast. And we were really on one. <laughs> okay. Well then, if that is it, why don't we do our plugs? Let's do it. Sounds good. What do you got for us? Mm, you can find the show at Gonewell Hunting at twitter.com. You can find our email at gonewellhunting at gmail.com. And you can find me at groovingghastly at twitter.com. Awesome. Uh, you can find me at sky underscore bird 36 on Twitter. Uh, the show's Tumblr is gonexwillxhunting on tumblr.com. And then mine is Dankus McDonald. Keith, what do you got for us? I'm on furaffinity.net as spacerobot. Or you can email me at spacerobotart at gmail.com to see my commission sheet. Heck yeah. Hell yeah. Drawing some good dragons lately. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, if that is all we got for today, mm-hmm. I would want to wish everyone, just remember, read a nice poem, find a nice poem about your fate, Yeah, don't go downstairs or you'll die. Take and a break then, from conflict to read your friend's fortunes. <laughs> yeah, it'll calm everyone down when you read them a poem, <laughs> definitely won't make them mad, um, and just have a wonderful, goodbye everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.